I kind of, I really, I, I, I truly, this is both kind of for the podcast and for, and not for it at the same time. Um, I, you know, SNL is cold opens. This is season three of the show. Uh, we're talking about SNL movies. Yeah. And I kind of wanted, I kind of want to do like the, like start every episode with like live from New York. Yeah. Because uh, we're in New York. Yeah, I mean, I guess that'd be true today, but that's not really true any other time. Live from New York. It's the Moving Screen Podcast. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Moving Screen Podcast. My name is Richie Owens. This is a movie podcast where we uh, talk about a movie while playing basketball. Season three, live from New York. It's SNL movies. Um, we are literally under a bridge, uh, 71st Street, Manhattan, uh, uh, talking, talking, pooping. Uh, there's video footage. Will it be too dark? I don't know. Whoa, that was really cool. I hope you got to see that. And if you want to see it, go to patreon.com slash moving screen, uh, $5 a month. You can uh, watch footage of us playing basketball instead of just hearing hearing it. Uh, my name is Richie Owens. I am the host of the show, and I'm here with one of my uh, best friends in the whole world, uh, my former roommate, Lara. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, show starts around shooting around and and shooting the shit yeah uh and that's what we're gonna do right okay. here under this bridge it feels strange this is my first time playing basketball in new york it's also very dark <laughs> down here uh i've airballed short on a couple of shots already it's also pouring rain it's pouring rain right. uh death perception is off yeah that's what it was for me as well but friendship perception is on <laughs> as thunder and lightning happens um how have you been? What's happening? I was pretty... Yeah, that was a good squish. shot. Um, I've been good. How are you? Yeah, I've been just great. Just got to New York today. Uh, feels good to be back. Uh, my first time hooping in the city. Uh, Did you ever spend a lot of time on the Upper West Side before? No. I, I came here uh, for that oh thing which you were a part of. Um, all those years ago where I asked people to tell me places to go in New Oh, York. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think of you every time I hear that song. <laughs> the uh, living good. boy in New York. The lonely living yeah. boy in New York. Um, and uh, it was pretty late at night and Eric Morrison sent me to the, there's like a boat uh, place over there. Like a boat on the water? It's like a bar by uh, like the docks. Oh. Um, where like rich people have their boats and I sat there kind oh. of quietly and then Sadie sent me to the Balto statue in Central Park at like 9.30pm and I was alone and afraid um, but 
Other than that, I've been to AMC Lincoln Square. Oh yeah, right by my apartment. Um, not too far from, from right here. Uh, other than that, no. What does it mean if your thingy's blinking? What was that? Is it good if your thing is blinking? Yes, it means that it's recording. Oh, I didn't notice that before. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I feel like it would be weird for you to come back and not be kind of... The last couple of times you've visited, you've just kind of like pretended like you live there again, which yes. I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like I'm doing that again. You Good are, job. yeah. Um, like my favorite thing last time was when you came home and you or came home. You, you, you were <laughs> staying with me. Yes. And the girl, you were seeing, the girl you were seeing was like, we should go out. And you were like, or we could order food <laughs> and watch TV. Yeah, truly, I, I felt very bad for her on that trip. Because she's like, oh, I want to go to, like, restaurants. And I was like, I don't. <laughs> You're like, I was like, this is not world. very special to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry if you're listening. <laughs> Do you think she listens? No. Oh. Uh, maybe, but no. Um, yeah, I like, I mean, I realized recently, just from like playing basketball friends, because we do it every Saturday in Chicago, um, and afterwards everyone's like, let's go to like, uh, let's go to like this cafe, or let's go to like this like diner or whatever. And I'm always like, I'm just going to go home. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and I realized like a weird source of anxiety for me is like eating. Eating with people? Eating with people. Yeah. Yeah. Or like any situation where a bill might have to be split. Oh, yeah. You know? You are, you are very like, when you're eating, it's like, it's a moment for you. Yes. You like need to like be in a comfortable space. Yes. Food is very important to me. Um... Why am I? Sometimes I'm crushing, but other times. I'm really hoping that they have these lights up here. I'm really wondering if they're going to turn on at any point. Yeah, I'm um, sure soon. That one's on. That one is on, yes. But I guess it's it's only what six p.m. or whatever. Yeah. It's not technically nighttime. Um, oh, but I think uh, like some of my anxiety stems from like being in high school and going out to eat with friends and one friend in particular was always like don't worry I'll take care of splitting up the check and then he'd do it in such a weird confusing way there's this app that I found called tab mm. where you can just take a picture of the bill and then click who got what so that that's way you don't have to like bother the server yeah this is an ad for tab that's I mean usually the podcast is sponsored by Metra or Amtrak um, but this time Tab. It's sponsored by Tab and not the soda. <laughs> no, but uh, I just found out about it last week and I, it makes me feel a little bit better. Like it does it automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's half the reason that I don't send people like Venmo's is because I'm like, I don't want you to think I'm like charging you unfairly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got pizza with friends the other day or I like ordered pizza delivery and I just did not ask for any money. And then they were like, how much do we owe you? And I was like, thank God, I really can't <laughs> afford this. <laughs> Um, but uh, like the friend who I would like go out to eat with, I feel like this is like an exaggeration, but this is how it made me feel. He would be oh, like, "That would have been so cool." That would have been cool, and that will come in handy when we play a uh, horse. Okay. Um, but the friend would be like, "Okay, so yeah, so you, so we, 
the two of us got 10 piece wings uh and then i got uh i got eight i only ate seven okay uh, and then we, we also you got a coke uh and i i got i got a coke but i didn't i i drank part of it uh and we'll tip what 10 percent, and i'd just be i'd be like sort of like i know an easier way to do this yeah. Um, when people are nitpicky about stuff like that, I'm like, then you shouldn't have come out to eat. Right. Like, I'm understanding if it's like someone doesn't drink and they didn't ha they don't, they shouldn't be part of like the bar tab. Yeah. What? I, I, I ask this every episode. Yikes! <laughs> uh, what is like your athletic history? Um, I actually don't think I know this. This is like a thing. I've met everybody through comedy. Yeah. And then I like. Well, you actually asked Brad the same question. Yeah. Um, and our answers are going to be pretty similar. Sure. But I, I played soccer all growing up. Uh huh. Until I got to high school, and we were not allowed to play sports because show choir was very demanding. Sure. The boys were so like Brad was able to do cross country only because it was like a little bit less demanding. But we had guys who were like literally tennis champions and shit. Uh -huh. But the girls got a lot of shit. Um, so my sport was show choir, which was actually quite a bit of dancing. Um, and then as an adult, as you know, I've gotten really into running. Yes. So that's, I'm more of an athlete now than I used to be. Right. But um, I did play basketball a couple times, like a couple seasons when I was young. Yeah, it's like, it's weird to me because I've just never played, never played basketball in my life up until I started recording this. I think it's one of the most approachable ones. It is. It's all you need is a ball and then a court under a bridge. <laughs> um, it's also the most fun to watch. It is. I think. There was a, and speaking of you running, I had to bring up the time where you were like, I ran 20 miles today and I cried and I was like, I ordered a large pizza for myself. <laughs> Yeah, and I like had to order food too because I was like, I was so hungry at that point. Uh -huh. <laughs> and you were like, "Do you want a piece?" I was like, "It's fine." <laughs> um, are you doing any marathons coming up? No, I tried to um, get into New York by doing the lottery and by doing like the raffle, and I lost both times. So no, but I think this year it'll be exciting because I want to go watch the marathon. Have you ever watched a marathon? Uh, not on purpose. Okay, but have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen the end of a marathon, like people crossing the finish line? Uh, no. It's like you would cry. It's really cool to see. So I think yeah. I'll I think I'll go see that. Cool. Um, I cried when I did it, but I also have cried when I see people do it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 27 miles is a lot. Yeah. I did, while doing that uh, that podcast that I mentioned earlier, uh, which the premise was I just gave like what, like twelve friends, uh, I I just gave the I said tell me where to go in New York and I will go there. Oh yeah. Um, nobody knew where I was. No one knew where anybody else was sending me. Uh, so. And if I was on my way somewhere and I got a text to go somewhere else, I had to stop and change direction. 
Uh, that day, I ended up walking, I think, 13 miles. I... And I, I was mostly sent to bars. Oh, were you <laughs> so drunk by the end of it? I was like, I wasn't even that drunk, but I was like hungover and I got home and immediately threw up. Um, it was cool. I'd like to do it again as like a travel show uh, pilot. But No, I, I think about that all the time. That was so fun. I think I was really busy at work that day, so I was like kind of phoning it in. Mm-hmm. And I think about it all the time of like my friend Carter, our friend Carter. Mm-hmm. I like couldn't remember what branch of Lululemon he was working at. <laughs> Or it wasn't whatever. Carter, it was the other. No, oh, I know. You, you so wanted I did, Carter. I wanted to find Carter, but I couldn't. And so I found my friend Pat Bovo, who, since I moved to New York, have never seen once, <laughs> yep. will never see again. I was going to say, I, I moved here. Well, I saw him, and he was like, yeah, I know Lara. And I was like, cool, we have to take a picture. No, I think he even was like, that was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then when, I, when I, we moved here, your friends were like, you sent him to say hi to him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you're listening, hello. Hey, it was nice to meet you at Lululemon. Oh, Richie, you're supposed to switch these guys. I'm supposed to, to what? These are an invasive species. Everyone's like losing oh, their minds okay. over it. I don't feel comfortable No, I don't really bugs. want to. I only see him dead. Have a good life, bud. <laughs> uh, New York blows up. And I won't say what day we're recording this. It's, um, it's 9-11. <laughs> it's 9-11. But this will come out in November. Oh, really? Or December. I think this is a really great way to honor uh, the September 11th attacks. Yeah. And what I was really thinking would be cool is if we could, with our cameras, see the the two lights. But it's I yeah. Well, rain. At, at our current vantage point, that's not going to happen. But uh, I do see some sunshine over here in this corner. Oh yeah, uh, maybe we can we can. Uh, show so the... maybe you know we keep the cameras with us, find a slot where you can see it, turn them on, and give a thumbs up for the patreon.com slash moving screen subscribers. Let's do it. I I actually am a Patreon subscriber. (laughs) uh, Look at the, uh, you can look at the World Trade Center lights in November. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's Richie. We, We didn't do that. Sorry. At our old apartment, we could see the um, That's true. The World Trade Center from our window. We would have had such a great view of September of 11th, 2001. I know. No, and I always think about it. I'm like, because yeah. my window, or your window too, but mine yeah. had like the better clear view of... Mine had a pretty clear view. No, it did. Um, oh. Mine had, yours had pretty much the same view, but mine was like a scotch, a scotch yes. closer. I, regardless, I like to think about like who was living there when it happened I know and like were they home and did they see from that window Ooh. right I'm like convinced that someday I'm gonna like hear watch like a documentary or like read a book or something and a celebrity's gonna be like I lived at 122 Orchard Street <laughs> and I'll be like yeah, yeah I knew someone famous lived in that building I once. can feel it also like when you go on that roof you know that people went up on that roof on like on that day oh too. for sure Um, yeah, what a, what a memorable day. (laughs) Where were you? I was homesick from school. Uh, I went to school, I threw up the night before and my grandma was, my parents were in Florida. Like you made yourself throw up or? No, I was like, just, my grandma was like, do you want to go to school tomorrow or do you want to stay home? And I was, and I was a very good child and I said, 
I think I could go to school tomorrow. And I got to school and I felt queasy and I was like, I should just go home. Yeah. So I, uh, I went to the nurse. My grandma picked me up from school. I honey. got into her, honey. Uh, I got into her uh, Monte Carlo and uh, she said, Drunkle Rick just told me that the World Trade Centers are bombed. And I said, cool. Uh, did you know what that meant? No, I didn't. I don't know. I had no idea what the World Trade Centers was or what that meant. Uh, and then I came home and all of the channels that I could watch were uh, talking about 9-11 happening. Everyone kept saying 9-11 is <laughs> yeah, They were calling it 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's 9-11. <laughs> we knew this day would come. It was on the calendar. Um, and... Uh, so I ended up watching like the first X-Men movie on HBO because it was the only thing that wasn't like Nick Jr. to watch. That is pretty on brand for you to be like annoyed by something important <laughs> happening. I mean, I was like interested, but at some point it's like, what, what, what am, am I going to do? do? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could, I wish I was like, yeah, you know, I was in fifth grade and I, uh, I talked to my grandma and I said, bring me down there. I got to help out the fireman. <laughs> Uh, you were like, I know Steve Buscemi's down there. <laughs> My dad's friend is going. Let me go too. <laughs> uh, I do feel like everyone I know, though, has some version of like, I didn't know what was happening and I was annoyed. Yeah. Like my friend what, Julie what was, was like, I think she like wanted to watch and my a DVD. friends with Julie too? Oh, yeah, yeah, Julie. <laughs> you know Julie. You know Julie. Um, but Julie... Um, she was annoyed because they had just gotten a DVD player <laughs> because 9-11 is also her dad's birthday. And so they got him a DVD player for his birthday and they were like, she was so stoked to watch like, it, yeah. I don't know, like Cheaper by the Dozen or something. And then she got home and was like, what's going on? Yeah, and they were like, 9-11. <laughs> She's like, we have to watch a DVD. And they had um, to wait for that Nick Cage movie to come out. <laughs> uh... Where were you? Um, I was in school, and I was in um, fourth grade, and ooh, nice. and my teacher was like, I don't think really understood, so he just like brought out the TV. Uh huh. Hello, and um, he, we watched like the second tower or plane hit, mm. and then. At some point, we all got to go home early, and we, my girlfriends and I, lived like two blocks away. So we were like, "Oh, it's a free like we're getting home before our parents. We're gonna go buy a ton of candy, and like hang out, and they won't be able to like, like we have so much time before dinner, you know?" Yeah, it was nine eleven for your teeth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we like went. We were all like, "All right, everybody, go home, put your backpacks down, and we're gonna meet at this store nearby called Mueller's." And then I walked in and my mom was like home crying on the couch. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you hide the candy behind your back? <laughs> no, we hadn't gotten it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. We were, all, we were all putting our backpacks down and going to go meet outside Got for it. the candy. I thought that meant like put them down at like a spot that you... No, we all lived on the same block. Got it, got it, got it. Um, and I guess this, this will be a segue to the movie and the, the game, but... Uh, one of my favorite bits on The Office is when Will Ferrell is the manager, briefly, um, and he's he has to host the Dundee Awards, uh -huh. uh, and he's uh, talking about how he's a bad public speaker and how he gets nervous in those situations. 
and they're like, come on, let's just test it out. And uh, he's tr like trying crowd work out in the conference room and he goes at the gym and goes, sir, where were you on September 11th? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very funny joke from an underrated part of that TV show. I Listen, I liked those episodes, but the ones after that were the ones I have a problem with. So anytime yes. it comes up, I'm like, I just want to go back. I understand. Um, it's cool when I do it by one hand, right? It is. That's yeah, really cool. Uh, do you want to play a game of basketball? Yeah. Compete. Uh, what does that mean? Like we play horse or we play, we like play one-on-one? We're going to play one-on-one. Okay. Uh, we're going to play it to 10. Okay. It's going to be uh, uh, twos or ones, threes or twos. Let's make it, take it. If a shot is missed, just take it out past the three-point line. Uh, you know what make it take it means? Nope. If you make a shot. I was like, I was running through everything you had already said, <laughs> trying to translate it. Uh, no, I got it. Uh, make, twos or make, ones, threes or twos. Yes. If you make a shot, you get to keep the ball. Okay. Um, From it, a three? It, or uh, just in general? Just in general. Okay. And any shot that's missed, you have to just take it out past the three to sort of reset as if we were playing on the full court. Okay. Um, and we'll also check the ball to each other in uh, after points are scored just to be like... Like a it's just, like sportsmanly. Yeah, it's just like a, there you go, and now, yeah. There you go. Same. Exactly. Okay. And then that's sort of like, now we continue playing. Um, got it? Uh-huh. Cool. You're going to start? Okay. Uh, Do I start here? Yeah, so right there. And you'll check the ball. And now you can start. We're going to talk about the 1999 uh, film um, A Night at the Roxbury, um, starring Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. What is, uh, you picked this, I think, without me even giving you a list of movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is cool. I, yeah, I just love this movie. You're just going to let me Yeah, I, I checked it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what game we are playing. <laughs> um, I forgot. I um, watched this movie all the time what growing up. What? What did you say? I said I watched this movie uh, all the time growing up. Okay. And do I do it again? No, because you missed. No, yeah. Nice Ooh. shot. One nothing. What's that? Two? One. One, one nothing. Um, and, uh, just, like, would quote it with my girlfriends all the time. Sure. So, it just, it felt very much like the obvious answer to me. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I, this movie and, uh, weirdly, The Goonies, um, are two movies that, like, my friend group watched when I was out of town. Aww. Um, so was they, this your first time watching it? Uh, this is like my first. I've seen it. Like I've seen parts of it on like Comedy Central. Yeah. Um, but never really. Uh, you know, never really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. Do um, I have to go back if like, you miss it or no? Uh, yeah, just like past three point. Um, but I felt like I know it Ooh. because of two and nothing. Um, just because of how many times my friends would say, like, Emilio or <laughs> Ikea. Wait, you know what's so funny? What? Is 
I think that there must be a difference between the quotes that boys would say and the quotes that girls would say. Because we did not give up. Well, I guess we would be like, Emilio. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. A lot of the time we'd be like, boo. <laughs> like that was our big one. Or being like, I remember it, the first thing I thought of when I said this, like that I wanted to do this one. Yeah. Was when he's like flying rats ass. That'd be wild to see. Like we, <laughs> we would quote that all the, like this is the dumbest one. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, I don't find that very funny now, but nostalgically I do. Sure. Um. Ooh. Two to one. Swish. <laughs> That's what we say. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a swish, but it oh. did go. <laughs> Wait, it, what does it mean? Swish is uh, just when it, it doesn't hit the backboard at all. It goes <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought you just say it because it makes that noise. <laughs> I also thought when we saw that uh, bug yeah. earlier, you said squish it. I thought you said swish it, and I was like, I'll try. <laughs> oh, that's I'll... like a dunk then? <laughs> no, it's just uh, shooting uh -oh, a basketball. Uh -oh. Don't hit my water bottle! Um... Wow. What a beautiful night all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. We really stuck it out. This is why you don't let the rain stop you, folks. Uh, yeah, this is like basically my first time watching it. I was very surprised uh, to see that Amy Heckerling, uh, she mostly produced it, but she did direct a couple scenes. Um, She's directed like Clueless and uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Weren't you supposed to go back? Uh, no, because it's it was uh, my possession. Okay. Anyway. Um, Sorry. No, no, no it's all good. Um, no, I was thinking about it a little bit because I recently watched Romy and Michelle, uh -huh. and I was like, this is essentially Romy and Michelle, but it, a little bit like more ridiculous. Yeah. I guess not more ridiculous, just more and, um, like a. I love douchey. your defense. It's very funny. Um, it, it is very similar. I feel like they're kindred spirits. Uh, yeah, I mean, Chris Kattan talked about how Lauren Michaels. I don't was have to do that, right? Uh, you didn't make it. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, we play fast and loose with the rules here. Uh, Chris Kattan in his biography, which was called Baby Don't Hurt Me. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's defined by this movie? <laughs> yeah. I would think he's defined by something else. But, exactly. But what? Wait, isn't there another movie that he also was in that's like SNL? I mean, Monkey Bone, but he's not going to call it like... Yeah, I guess you're right. Let out the oh, bone. Oh, man. He lives in Springfield, Illinois now. My friend Brian owns a record store down there, Dumb Records. Go check it out. Uh, and Chris uh, and him are on a first name basis now. I mean, you cool. gotta be if you're Chris Kattan living in like it's true. Oh, some random town. Ah! Um, but Lauren Michaels really wanted Amy Heckerling to direct this movie, and Chris Kattan says in his uh, book, which again is called "Baby Don't Hurt Me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the ball's wet. Ugh. Um. Can I do it now? Oh, uh, you gotta take it, take it out. Why do I even ask? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, would you say that if I was a man? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would've just pushed you down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ow. Chris Kattan said in his book, which again is called <laughs> 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 Baby Don't Hurt Me. Um, 
that Lauren Michaels is like, I want Amy Heckerling to direct this movie. Uh, uh, she's hitting on you. You have to fuck her. Oh my god. And Chris is like, I don't. He was literally ah, three, two. Um, Chris Kattan literally at this moment dating Jennifer Coolidge. Oh really? Yeah. Who was in the movie? Whoa! I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that until I looked up that IMDb trivia. Wow. Uh, and like the fact that, like his situationship with Amy Heckerling, who didn't direct the whole thing but did produce it. Um, Is this okay? The, uh, yeah. I just hit it with my hand. <laughs> um, he, like, because he hooked up with her, uh, his relationship with Jennifer Coolidge, obviously, uh, started to not, not go well. Oh, that would've been cool. Uh, it would've been cool. And then him and Will Ferrell stopped being friends because of his movie. Oh, so he's just, like, lonely? I mean, I, this is 1999, which I always think of Will Ferrell as, like, later SNL, but he's, like, mid-90s to early oh, 2000s. Yeah. He's I mean, also he 32 like, in this movie. Uh, Katan, he could still I think play a 32-year-old. Will could? Yeah, I think so. Will, I call him. Oh, Will? Uh, it'd be nice if Will Ferrell wrote a biography and called it No More. So that him and Chris's books... Uh, I don't think he should write a biography. I think sometimes when people do that, it's like... Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Chris Kattan's. Oh. Three to three. Three to three. Chris Kattan. I mean, he was. Chris Kattan fucks. I mean, he I'll definitely does that. in this movie. Uh, he does. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> he dated like Zoe Deschanel too. Did he really? Yeah. She has a type, just like guys <laughs> with brown hair. Yeah. I mean, she has a type, and it gives guys like me hope. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, you like Ben Gibbard and Chris Kattan? Cool. I'm somewhere in between those two. Now she's married to a property brother. You're kind of like a property brother. I also was thinking of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but they never, like, actually dated. No. Uh. Thought it was going the other way. Ugh. Um. This movie also, like, just doesn't, especially as my first time, does not age very well. No. Because it's very much, like, the guys are, like, the epitome of pre-Me Too. <laughs> yeah, but Pre-Me Too club culture. I mean, that's why it's a nostalgic movie, though. Huh? That's why it's, like, okay for it to be a nostalgic movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also think they are pretty pathetic, which makes it a little bit better. They are. The, the trouble I had with the movie was rooting for them. Uh, Ooh. Four to three. Four. And we're playing to ten if you don't, if you I forgot. Know. Um, now you check it. What? Now you check oh, it. Oh, check it. Okay. Uh, that bug really can't stay away. <laughs> he's just hanging out. He's cool. He wants to be on the pub. Friend of the pub. Um, yeah, I mean... So, how does this movie start? Oh, they're just trying to go to clubs. Yeah, they they're doing the, the classic head, very... the head nod, yeah. dance. Um, and they're telling the Emilio story over and over again. Yep. 
which I, I feel like I've convinced myself from like having seen bits and pieces of this movie that Emilio shows up. He does. Oh, sorry. What's his he name? Does. does Richard Greco does? Yeah. Which is the best which part is, of the which movie? Which is the fun kind of like, what do you call it? Mi- uh, redirect, he- misdirect. I don't know. Yeah. A direction. <laughs> yeah, it's like a direction. <laughs> um. Okay. Sorry, I couldn't pass that one up because no, it that looked was cool. cool. <laughs> that was that was what I would call a swish. Yeah, yeah right? almost. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Oh, because you hit the backboard? Yeah, because I hit the backboard. Uh. Way up. <laughs> uh, this is a swish. Oh! <laughs> nice. I did it. <laughs> what are you at? Five? Uh, or six? I think I have... You were at three, and then that was a two? Or did you just do a one? Uh, that, was, uh, that was a one. So I have five, and you have four. Five, four? But wasn't that just a, a no, two? No, I was up. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yes, I think it was. I guess check. Um, yeah, they they're just like going out and they're pathetic and uh, Michael Clark Duncan is the bouncer at the Roxbury. Yeah. Uh, they're little little fuckheads. They get pulled over by a hot cop who's played by Jennifer Coolidge. Right. Uh, Amber from Clueless is one of the girls that has sex with them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Swish. That High was five. swish. That was a swish. Okay. You're right. You're getting it. I'll take it. Is that four or five now? Five, five. Five, five. Okay. Um, I'm going to try this again. Ugh. Why can't I do... It's like... It's a... Maybe it's higher. Yeah. It's a, it's a power thing. Yeah. And uh, it's geometry too. No, I know. That's what I love about basketball nowadays. <laughs> the geometry? Well, no, it's, you know, they, they've reinvented the game. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, then Richard Greco hits them with their car, and the girl in Richard Greco's car, I think, uh, is Will Ferrell's now wife. That's the only movie they've been in together. Oh, I think she is. Yep. Because I just watched it today, and I also just two days ago on TikTok saw that one where... He like thanks all three of his wives in his acceptance speech before <laughs> thanking her. Who is uh, six? He just five. makes up. Oh, wives. he does. Yeah, that's funny. I was I worried mean, I that he was so. like like talking about some like wives in his movies or something. Uh, which... No, it's like it's him being like, we were young, we didn't know. <laughs> uh, which uh, does there any Ava Mendez in this movie? Very small part. That's right. Uh, who plays his wife in the other guys? She's great in that movie. She is. It's a good movie. Uh, and Richard Grieco gets them into the Roxbury. Yep. Oh, that was another thing that my guy friends would all quote, which is, uh, did you just grab my ass? See, it's truly such boy quotes. Ours were like, oh, that one, and then the part where they're like, where their dad is yelling at them, and they both are like, ah. Oh. Come on! You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. They both just do the same kind of, Mm. like, hissy fit. Sure, sure, sure. Your guys' were all stupid and ours were funny. (laughs) Oh, that would have been cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, 
watching this movie now I, I, and understanding what they were quoting, I'm also like, huh, interesting that this <laughs> would be... Uh, you think less of them now? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll never talk to them again. Well, do you already? Uh, no, we still talk. We're buds. We're hometown buds. Do you like have a lot of high school friends still? Yeah, but we're not, uh, you know, we're, we're as, uh, as attached to each other as we can be at this stage in us. At seven to five. Seven to five? Yeah, I have a lot of high school friends still. Yeah, I mean, one of your high school friends is on this podcast. That's I, true. And, uh, his name is Brett. And we went to elementary school together. That's, I mean, me and everybody I'm talking about also went to elementary school together. Um, well, you didn't say that, so. Well. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, we were in like third grade and they were like coding the Ikea orgasm line. I mean, kid, I do kids have, would. Um, I think that this is the hottest I've ever seen Molly Shannon. Oh, she's, yeah. Maybe it's because she's just like objectively, uh, maybe not objectively, objectified. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's not like being <laughs> she's, a dork. She's really she's, sexy. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Patreon.com. Cool. <laughs> um, I met Molly Shannon once when I was working my restaurant huh. job. And because I always, whenever I see her in a movie, I'm like, man, that's so cool. You know how like, if you see someone and you're like, are they really like that? Uh-huh. And she just like, I mean, I literally met her for a moment. Like yeah. truly, I, it's not like we're best friends, but she was so nice. And I was like, it's really nice to meet you. Like that's all I could muster up. And she was like, thank you. Like she was like sincerely so nice. I think that's just that literally who she is. That was a good Molly Shannon uh, impression, Ooh. whether you wanted to or not. Eight, two, five. Are you letting me win? No. I just like, I'm well, not going to play. Ball is life. I'm not going to play like uh, intense defense. Unless you started playing intense defense on me, in which case. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. On the, uh, the, the souvenir episode of this podcast, which will come out next week as we're recording this, but like two months ago as this comes out, um, my friend Lucia was like, uh, oh, it's really cool of you to invite me on this podcast where you have a ton of practice playing this game, and I have absolutely <laughs> none. What are, are you, when, so when is that season over with that one? Uh, that one is done at the end of October. Oh, that's nicely planned. Yeah. Did anyone do the lamb? What? Did anyone do the lamb? No. So I, can I didn't freely put that talk on my about list, it. So you can still talk about okay. it. Okay. Okay. So, um, as you know, <laughs> <laughs> we were going to see the lamb, or we weren't going to see the lamb. I wasn't doing and anything. It's just called lamb. Oh, that's right, lamb. Oh, ouch. But you came into my room and you were like, hey, "Are you busy tonight?" And I was like, "No." And you were like, "You want to see a movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay." And you were like, want to go see Lamb? I said, sure. And then two minutes later, you popped back in and you were like, did you watch the trailer? And I was like, no. <laughs> and you were like, don't watch it. Yeah. So I just didn't watch it, which was the most fun. It's just the best way to go to a movie ever. Uh-huh. And especially if you've never seen Lamb. 
I don't want to give a spoiler. Yeah, don't. Okay, I won't give a spoiler. Just be. Uh, but Richie, but at, if you're when, listening, when don't the, watch the like Taylor crazy Delam. thing happened, when the like crazy reveal happened, Richie just leaned over and like whispered the whole plot of the movie to me. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. It was truly like such a fun way to see that movie. Yeah, it was. And fun. I think it made me like it a lot more. Yeah, I bet. Um, so that's what I would have chosen. And you still can. Should I come around to I don't know animal movies or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't have any anything planned. Uh, fuck. Outside of uh, SNL season, which we are currently in. Um. Hmm. You could do. Gosh, you can't get too specific, can you? I've I, I could. It's just like. It's, will people listen? Um, what about, like, sports movies? Like, yeah, well, the first season movies. was basketball, so I could, I've thought about just doing, like, all sports or even, like, specific sports. Yeah. Um, I've also just thought, like, oh, I'm just gonna stop this podcast after 100 episodes, because that sounds good to me. Oh, really? Maybe. You know I mean, what could be fun is, for like, you is rom-coms. Because I don't feel yeah. like you, you watch, I mean, I guess you watch them. It would be fun. But it would be fun, because rom-coms, I think, have a lot to offer the world. Um, this is kind of a rom-com, but the rom is between the two brothers. Yeah, it's about friendship. They, there should be a name for that where it's like, it doesn't actually need to be about love. Yeah. Platon-com. <laughs> <laughs> That's still about love. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, not romantic. Although I would have liked if the brothers fucked at the end of this movie. <laughs> I would have liked if they fucked at any point. Uh, I think Will Ferrell looks like a goofy character in this movie, but Chris Kattan looks like pretty like, handsome. He just looks like Chris Kattan. Yeah. Yeah, but then but then the joke is that like Will Ferrell is actually like the more handsome one. Right. Woo! Nine to five. What is Non-swish. this? Jolly pardon. Wait, nine to five? Really? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Checkmate. <laughs> That's true. If you score one point, then it is checkmate. Ooh. Uh, playing, like, pickup basketball this weekend with friends. I, uh, my friend Carrie was like, oh, you're not doing so good this game, huh? And I, I only had, like, two points. She had, like, four or something. And then the next two games, I scored, like, 14. Fuck her. <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was, it's 9 to 6. 9 to 6. Um, 69. Yeah, hey. That's pretty cool. Went from Dolly Parton to 69. On 9-11. How apropos. On 9-11. <laughs> How apropos. <laughs> 9 to 7. Nothing funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's like, I mean, obviously you have like the quotes, but like, what's your like favorite part of this movie? Um, like scene, I guess. Um, I really like when, well, there's two, oh, there's a bunch. I really like when they like have sex for the first time and they're like, mm. is it your first time? Yeah, and yeah. then I really like at the end when he's like holding the boom box. Like yeah. I just, I love <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. a dumb ending scene. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I just um, think the whole movie is hey, like, Hey, here you go. 10 to 7. 
On I 9/11. won? Yeah, you won. Wow, and what a gorgeous day. And now, uh, now we play horse. Okay. I am really sweaty. Yeah, it's a, it's an exercise and it's warm. And a beautiful day here, right on the- The Hudson. The Sully River. <laughs> uh, what if that happened right now? On 9-11. <laughs> we saw another Sully. <laughs> yeah. Sully 2, 9-11 2, colon. I think it was further down. Pool. I think it was further east. Oh, really? I thought it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we're pretty far Because I'm pretty sure... I don't know, though. Yeah, let's check out a map when we get home. Okay. Um, yeah, so instead of playing horse... I usually do something fun. Should we play like Emilio? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Emilio or I Ikea. (laughs) But Emilio is probably better. Yeah, Emilio is probably better. I'm trying to think of other like one word things. Yeah, Roxbury's too long. Roxbury's way too long. Emilio is even like a little long. I know, that's that's fine. You got nothing but time. That's true. But we are going to order stickies later, right? We do got to order stickies finger joint. A real place. The, fir- the first, yeah, the first time you told me that, I thought you were kidding, and you were like, "No, I'm really ordering food from there, and now I'm addicted to it. I it's love so stickies." Good. Um, Do you so yeah. like mushrooms? Not really, right? Uh, is there a weird thing where I uh, don't? I'm never like, I want mushrooms tonight, and if I see mushrooms on a menu, I will not select them. But if mushrooms are handed to me, mm. I'll eat them, and I'll go, "Wow, this is really good. I eat mushrooms more," and then I immediately forget about it. Okay, well, anyway, they have fried mushrooms at Sticky's. Yeah, that's good. Um, cool, yeah, we're going to play Emilio then. Um, you get the first shot because you won. Um, yeah, okay, you can play. Uh, we're going to play Emilio. You get the first uh, first shot. Okay. And, uh, and do I just start from here? Where do, any, where, from anywhere? You, you shoot wherever you want, and okay. then I just have, oh, to and then you have to do the make same thing. whatever you make. Okay, also, this movie is one of those ones where, like, oh, boy. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, almost did it. Uh, where, like, I didn't obviously understand a lot of what was happening, yeah. you know, when I was younger. Uh-huh. But I think I vaguely understood the Whippets thing, but mm. didn't. And then I've now I've done Whippets. Sure. And the idea that they were doing Whippets all night and <laughs> the idea that, like, those two are so stupid. I'm like, oh, it's because they're doing whippets. Yeah, because they're the killing time. The, their brain. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be a, a silly, goofy shot. I'm gonna jump from this square over there, and then I'm gonna shoot the ball. Okay. Like a silly little guy. All right. Yeah, I did it. Can do. See, when I do silly little shots in Chicago, I uh, I think of that one to that one. Yeah. Uh, this is okay. Yep. You bounce over to that one, yep. and then you shoot. Yep. Ready? Uh huh. I overshot hey, too much power, honestly. Yeah, you're so strong. <laughs> uh, strongest woman I know. Thank you. So wait, do you have an E? You have an E. Oh, right. It's opposite. Yeah, yeah. I um, love games, but I need like a minute to remember what they are. I, w- I was in the suburbs and I was at, like my friend Justin stopped at a liquor store or a, a vape store or something. Have I met him? Uh, you have. Um, and I was, I like asked the guy, I was like, do you have poppers? And he's like, yeah, of course. And he pulled out just a pack of, like a case of Whippet canisters. No way. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. And I just bought like a 30 pack and I just have them, but I don't have like a, a thing to do Whippets with. I would never have the confidence to just ask for Whippets like that. 
Um, well, I asked for poppers, and they gave me whippets, which are different. I know. I, either uh, way, I wouldn't have the. I would. I. I'd be like, they. They have a button to call the police. Sure. <laughs> and I'm a criminal. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess. Like, okay, for this one, you have to do. Are you ready? Yeah. For this one, you have to go. Um. <laughs> um for this one, you have to. Um, do you know what a um, step all change is? No, but you can do it. No. Okay. It so, I just want you to go. Step, ball, change, step, shoot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, because I was not ready for, to, to do that. Um, is I'm just going to go under my leg. Woo! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sometimes I make those. Okay. Usually it, in Chicago, it, I try. Leg? Yeah, just okay. whatever leg you feel like. I always go the closest one to the net. Oh, the closest to the net? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> e M. I do. I do funny shots in Chicago. I don't make them. Um, well, New York's a little different. Yeah, New York's a little, a little strange. <laughs> this is New York City. Uh. Yeah. So like these brothers, their dad owns like a fake plant shop, which I think is funny. Next to Molly Shannon's dad, who owns a lamp, lamp shop, yeah, shop. Uh, he wants to combine businesses. Also, it's just occurring to me that it, their dad is the same dad from Clueless, who plays the same yeah. angry dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, He's like, "Why are you fucking up?" <laughs> I didn't see. Yeah, why did. are you such a bad father? Uh, but they they don't want to work in a plant store. They want to. They want to um, open their own nightclub. Yeah, they want to open their own nightclub, which is a uh, an inside out nightclub. That would have been pretty cool. close. Um, I you know what I think about dreams like that is that those are the ones that really happen because they're so specific. <laughs> right. You also have to have like a, a dipshit personality to <laughs> yeah, to be so hyper focused on <laughs> yeah. one thing. That is true. Like if you really want to do style. Ooh. Now that's a swish. Talk about swish. What are we at? M E M. E M. Okay. Wow. It's funny. I, I crush regular yeah, basketball. <laughs> it's true. You're also shooting from uh, closer. From. And not doing not doing silly things like uh, I can keep being silly. Volleyball. I am <laughs> oh so God. annoyed. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's was, no way. Uh, this is honestly, if you want to subscribe to Patreon, <laughs> this is the one to see these kind of uh, insane shots that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, E-M-I-L, right? I think I just got E-M-I. Okay. Didn't you just say E-M a minute ago? Maybe. I truly don't care. I don't remember. The thing about I mean, me I, is I, care, but I have I'm holes not. in my brain. <laughs> um, from all the whippets. From the whippets that are just in my bedroom now. <laughs> I don't know what to do with. Remember the time that you 
heavy do poppers and then I was like I was excited to do it and then I did it and I was like when is this gonna end and you were like in 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. it's like it's literally the fastest high you will ever have um yeah literally like what's what's even the rest of the plot of this movie the well, so, oh, they, so they stop being friends because he's like, you do everything. Colin Quinn, uh, they get a meeting with the guy who owns Roxbury. Colin Quinn is his assistant. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you forgot your meeting because he's upset that he had to go get so many whippets uh, oh, yeah. for the party till 4 a.m. What if you go up into it? Yeah. That's a pretty easy one. <laughs> it is. I'm gonna miss oh. it. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> e M I to E. And I E. Okay, yeah. I have E. That would have been. You're cool. wearing Tevas, right? Are they Tevas? Uh, no, they're Docs. Oh, they're Docs. Sandals, either way. That's right. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so Colin Quinn like lies to them, so they miss their meeting with the guy, and then yeah, they just sort of get into a fight, and Will Ferrell ends up dating Molly Shannon. And then they're gonna get married, and then yeah. he doesn't really want to. I really like. Uh, Wait for this one. You have to go. You have to, you have to um, not do anything special, but you just have to say that it's for 9-11. Okay. Okay. This is, I'll stand here. This is for 9-11. For 9-11. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks for <laughs> everybody who lost their lives that day. Um, oh, the, the thing I like the most about this movie, weirdly, is the performance of the guy who they're friends with at the gym. Oh yeah, he's lovely. I really like him. I think he's really funny. I think he. I think that if Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan gave performances more like that, that I would like this movie more. Because he's like a dumb meathead kind of guy. But he's like earnest. Yeah, but he's earnest and he doesn't feel like he's doing a stupid little voice. Uh, oh yeah, I suppose. I think Will Ferrell is pretty earnest in it. Although I guess he is putting on a voice. Yeah, I think the voice thing was weirdly hard for me to get by. But if it were 2004, would it have been? I don't know. And if I had the brain of a 12-year-old or whatever? Yeah. No way of, no way of telling. And here's it was, here's I, how I imagine all your friends watching this movie. There's, there's like two 12-packs of Mountain Dew. Maybe. And then... They're like in a basement. Probably Mountain Dew Code Red or Game Fuel at this point, honestly. But like a Mountain Dew brand, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're they're like watching it. Um, I feel like everyone's like kind of touching their balls a lot. Sure. I will also say there were some girls there. It wasn't just the guys. But I still think there was Mountain Dew, and I still yeah. think you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our girlfriends felt like felt like one of the guys. One time. My friend Lori brought her friend, so I didn't know, over to my house. And because of just something I thought was funny, I had to pants her. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nice. Pantsing is so funny. 
It is very funny. And now I'm like holding <laughs> on to my waistband. Isn't pantsing the funniest thing that could happen <laughs> to like uh, anyone? <laughs> is it from right here? Yeah, I think so. Here? Yeah, that's good. Fuck. EMI EM. to EM. Uh. Do like that. Do this. Wow. Three. There's You're three spins. <laughs> And then you Could've hit the backboard, cool. and then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I've, I think I've mentioned this on the show, but my brother Cody did that one time while playing this game, and it was the biggest fight me and him and my brother Michael ever got in, because me and Michael were like, you can't do that! And he was like, I called it before it! Uh, I'm gonna Wait, because you got it in? Uh, no, because he was like, and I take the shot, and then it missed, and he went, and I, and I catch it! Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw this ball at this uh, post... Okay. And then I'm going to uh, shoot uh, three. From where it lands? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Or from where I catch it. <gasps> nope. That's cool. Thank you. Uh-oh. I'm trying to think. I feel like... Oh, I like the uh, bit with Chris Catan always calling in the, the credit card numbers. I love that. Uh... I like that actress. I think she's cute. She's really cute. I thought that part was sweet. See, there's a lot yeah. of sweet parts in it. There is, yeah. I also just like, I just kind of went for it. I just stood right there and just went for it. And you made it. Yep. I love how sweet Will Ferrell is. Like, yeah. at the beginning, at least when he's talking to Molly Shannon and she's like really hitting on him. He's just EMIs. like, yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, he's like truly just like, he's like a little kid. Yeah. And Chris Catan is like a 16-year-old. Yeah. Um, but they're old enough to be uh, perverts. I always like to think about like what the tagline is or what the direction was. Mm-hmm. Because to us, like it's being marketed as like these two brothers or whatever. Yeah. But the inspiration for it literally could have been as simple as like we are, we are pretending to be we're 12, 12 years old. Sure. Like pretending to know what sex is, like that's yeah. it could be as simple as that, and so anything I, through that lens is just like. I read that. Uh, did I read or I watched like a brief clip of a Chris Kattan interview on a YouTube channel that uh, they, they were not good interviewers and it wasn't that good. But uh, the this started as a Groundling sketch. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and it was because Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell were out and they saw a guy go like <laughs> uh, and they were like okay that's a funny sketch so they did it on SNL and this, the, I don't know what the first one they did was the second one was the Jim Carrey one oh, okay. and I guess Jim Carrey wrote some parts of this movie that would make sense or at least pitched in uh, bounce <gasps> that was cool I'm going to try it too even though yeah, I'll yeah. do it from over here Even worse. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw it off the backboard. I'm going to jump up and I'm going to catch it while it's in the air and, and put it in. Okay. Fuck. No I more of my goofy stuff. Even though I, <laughs> even though I want to do it. So, um, so, so for me, I'm going to throw it off the backboard, catch Good. it, and then dunk it. 
not dunk it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool if you did. Somehow I like, I get that much momentum. I think I would cry. <laughs> yeah, how do people dunk? Like they just truly are tall? They're tall or they they bounce, uh, they train Wild. themselves to jump? Wild. So I bet basketball players are pretty good at, um, what's it called? Not shot put. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's it called when you, um... Discus? No. Long jump? Yeah, high jump? long jump, long jump. Long jump, high jump, triple jump? Who would you rather fuck? LeBron James or... Ooh. Um, Steph Curry. Um... I think Steph. Really? Yeah, I think it'd be... I think he'd be a nicer guy to kind of hang out with. Like he'd, uh, like he'd I, I feel like LeBron is a little, comes off as a little more conceited, or as Steph, I could be like, uh, let's play video games now or something, yeah? Interesting. Uh, I think, I, to me, I find them to be both the same, oh, nice, the same level of, well, I guess I could see LeBron being a little bit more, like, full of himself. Yeah. But I think they both seem pretty humble. They, I think Steph is just more religious. Yeah, and that's what I like. <laughs> you're, you're pretty... Wait, so what does that mean? That just cancels each other yeah, out? Yeah, it just cancels it okay. out. Um, okay. <laughs> well, who would... Volleyball. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Who would you? That hurt a ton. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I have to go home. <laughs> yeah, my L for me. A mill. A mill? Okay, nice. Um, who, who would you rather fuck Chris Catan or Will Ferrell in this movie? Like, as their characters? Yeah. I think Will Ferrell. And I think in real life, so Will Ferrell. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Do you agree? Um, I feel like Will Ferrell in this movie is like a little bit too... Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But that might be to his advantage. I'm seeing if I had, if I was in a scenario with either one of them yeah. and Chris Kattan was being like douchey and like, all, like that to me would yeah. be such a turnoff. Whereas Will Ferrell would just like worship my body, right? Like I'd be like, oh, all right. Probably, yeah. He's, stu he's stupid, but... Uh, I'm gonna lay this up uh, with my left hand. Okay. A mills. A mills all around. Oh, we're both a mill? Yeah. Um. shot from right here. I, I feel weirdly like uh, Katan would try harder is, is sort of what I'm getting at but does that necessarily mean it's better? It could have been I trying too hard. Whereas Will Ferrell would be like okay alright yeah sure. I think there's a chance that either of them come too quickly. Yeah. So which one has the but I also don't want it to last forever because he's Straight. too nervous, you know? Um, 
Did you just go like this? Uh, yeah, just a normal shot. Okay. Alright. Emily. What is this? A Lil Wayne Emily. song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily. Uh, I've been uh, watching, I've bought a couple of uh, 4K Blu rays of uh, 70s porn. Oh, cool. To watch on your projector? Uh huh. <laughs> it, it does look, it's really good. Um, but something I've noticed is that the guys, like, dirty talk in the, in, the porn movies that are is very very bad uh like there's one guy who is like getting his dick sucked and he goes this excites me <laughs> this excites me yeah it's like this is so exciting oh boy uh, i don't need the men to talk at any point no Ooh, that's just a free throw uh and that's why i'm totally silent when i have sex <laughs> they and they say did you come and i don't even make a fucking yeah, sound yeah <laughs> He, you just nod you, solemnly. You, yeah. <laughs> I cry, yeah. <laughs> Remember when we moved in and we, like, played porn through the walls to see if we could yeah. hear it? We went into each of our bedrooms and turned up porn as loud as we could, <gasps> right? Or was it as quiet as we could? I don't remember. We Did tried to make sure that we couldn't hear the porn through and the walls. And we couldn't hear the porn. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you lost at Amelia. Right. I guess you have Amelia. Um, but you could. But we found out that you can hear sex if you're in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So go to your bedroom. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just, I guess to finish up the movie, they get into a fight. They get, uh, Will Ferrell tries to marry Molly Shannon. Uh, and then Chris Kattan shows up with his boombox with at the, the end, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and he's egg. like, I don't want to marry you. He also hits on Ava Mendez at the wedding. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Because uh, he's what's like, his oh, name? are you here from out of town? At his own wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's his name opens the, opens the, their idea and their part owners, mm -hmm. which is how things work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And they open up uh, their outdoor club and. And then he ends up with the police officer and she Jennifer and he Kulik. ends up with the swiper lady. The phone lady and all is right in the world. Oh, I guess we forgot the whole, I, I totally forgot about the whole part of the girls who fuck them because they think that they're rich and take I their virginities. I mentioned Amber from Clueless. Yes, but briefly. not that they like were star fuckers yeah. uh, and took their virginities, which we mentioned, and then uh, were like, oh, you're not rich, bye-bye. Yeah. Um, I think that's a very L.A. trope. Yeah. Which, or at least an L.A. movie trope. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, which probably people resent. Yeah, maybe. But probably is true to some extent. Um, L.A. is a silly place. It's a what? It's a silly place. Would you ever live there? Uh, if an opportunity was presented to me, I wouldn't move there on my own. Like with nothing? Yeah. I, w I wouldn't be like, I want to live in L.A. I'm going to move. Like, I moved here with nothing. Like, yeah. I would not do the same for L.A. Um, yeah. It's just not a serious place. And you're a serious guy. <laughs> and I'm a serious guy. Uh, how we end the show okay. is uh, you <laughs> review the movie. You bounce the ball like right up in your face. Uh, we, you review the movie. Okay. Uh, and then while you're leading up to your score, out of five uh, head bobs. Like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why we should have like started the, the show with just us doing that. Should I go the other way? Uh, I guess we should be in sync. They are in sync. They got that pretty good. Uh, while you lead up to your score out of five head bobs, uh, try to slam dunk the basketball. Slam dunk the basketball.
slam dunk. Yeah, like, I, like I, I will show you uh, how I do it. Uh, okay. I think this movie is uh, silly. I think in uh, this Me Too era of ours, um, does not uh, feel particularly good to watch guys like literally just like sandwich a girl on a dance floor, you right. know. Uh, even if they're beloved comedic actors, uh, I think uh, I think the SNL sketches are good, or at least they're funny, iconic. I mean, what you, you can't hear that song without thinking of those guys. That's right. Uh, Chris Kattan actually titled his book, I don't know if you knew this, uh, <laughs> Baby Don't Hurt Baby Me. Baby Don't Hurt Me. Uh, Which also is like the saddest lyric so to sad. choose. I guess What Is Love yeah, what is worse. Uh, no, I think Baby Don't Hurt Me is, is worse <laughs> than What Is Love. They're both bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, some parts made me laugh. A lot of it, it kind of reminded me of FOMO from uh, middle school, high school, uh, which is fine. Um, I'm glad I finally watched it. Uh, I will give this movie uh, two and a half head bobs. Okay. Is it out of five stars? It's out of five head bobs. Oh, right. Head bobs. For me, I believe women, and I and I do respect the Me Too movement, but for me, this is a nostalgic movie. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I'm only basing it on that. Um... It makes me think of my friend Becca. Shout out Becca if you're listening. Hey Becca. And I'm gonna go ahead and give it five head, <laughs> head bumps. Yeah. Oh Is my that god. A dunk? <laughs> and you slam dunked it. I slam dunked. Holy cow. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Um. You do some storytelling. Yeah, I do storytelling at the moth, but I never know when I'm going up. <laughs> so. And uh, but you're so, are you on the pod at all? No, but I would I would say that if I were. Uh, you're on the me. internet. I actually am doing a moth story slam. Cool. Um, but I have not been told the date. Cool, and maybe it'll be before this comes out, and maybe <laughs> yeah, it'll be maybe, after. And you can fill it in. Uh, Hello, it's Richie again. Lara says she won the story slam, which has already happened, and that a grand slam, uh, uh story slam, is happening uh, at some point, but. It, she doesn't know when. Could be a year from now, she said. But let's all give a round of applause to Lara. Congrats, Lara. Uh, yeah. And I am at I am Richie Owens and everything. If you want to watch me hit a bunch of cool trick shots and then kind of stop hitting cool trick shots, uh, <laughs> not on purpose, uh, go to patreon.com slash moving screen, $5 a month. You can watch every episode we ever did this SNL season. I don't know if this is going to be the first one I put out. Maybe it will be. Uh, it's but, good episode. Um, it's the first time I'm, I'm recording an episode for it. We got some uh, big guests lined up. Uh, some fun New York stuff. Some fun SNL movies. Uh, and yeah, rate and review and subscribe to the podcast if you like it. And ignore that part if you don't. And uh, I guess there's nothing really left to say except I'll, uh, I'll see you on the court. Fuck! Did you want to say anything about 9-11? No, oh, and don't ever forget. <laughs> that that happened. That 9-11 happened.